When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. On 558 AM, online, on your smart speaker, and on digital radio, this is Love Sport. They dare to do, and the Lily Whites are going to score on you. They're no angels, but this season, Harry and the boys are going for gold. From White Hart Lane to Wembley, Spurs will always be North London's finest. It's the Tottenham Hotspurs Fans Show on Love Sport with seven of the best for your chance to win a million pounds. Good evening, this is Love Sport Radio, the evening after the night before for Tottenham Hotspur after they succumbed to a a defeat to Barcelona at Wembley in the group stages of the Champions League. We're going to be taking your questions, we're going to be taking your calls, your tweets, everything tonight. Joining me tonight, the man who said that Harry Kane would get a hat-trick, Ricky Sacks, our pal. I'm not bad. We got one. He's, just, got one. he's looking at me to say, I told you not to stitch me up. You've done it within three <laughs> seconds of getting He got on one. There. It was a cracker of a goal. It was. It was. There were some very, very good goals scored last night. Lee is back in the building. How hey, are you? Yeah, no, you yeah, right, good to see you, mate. Sweet, mate. We've got Jamie as well from Daddy Hotspur. You're right, mate. I'm very well, yeah. thank you. Thank did you, you. Did you go to the game yesterday? I was at the game, uh, a very entertaining game, but obviously disappointed by the result. We all so suffered it. We'll dissect it. I mean, first and foremost, outside thoughts. Let's not have any in depth thoughts let's you know so I have a couple of bullet points from each of you on the go I mean for me listen great great fight in the second half great great fight but as I've always said for Tottenham especially in the Champions League if you're going to defend like that at this elite level you're going to get punished you cannot defend like that against a team of Barcelona's quality and expect to come out with a result and unfortunately on the night we wasn't good enough and we got what we deserve which was nothing Nate. silly mistakes our own downfall Lionel Messi what do you want to do 
Um, I think it was very similar to the Juve game in the way that we were kind of very naive as we were playing into their hands. They were kept on giving away fouls and they were slowing down the game and we kind of really played into their hands. But at the end of the day, you look at the sort of injuries that we had. Um, I'm overall I'm pleased with the performance. Brilliant stuff. Before we go to the lines, I have to give you some Europa League scores. Uh, <laughs> first and foremost, Salzburg nil, Celtic one, Carabag nil, Arsenal one, Oop. AC Milan nil, Olympiakos uh, one, and Vorskla one, Sporting Lisbon nil from Arsenal's group as well. Vorskla. So I'm right in saying if they win that, they're on course to play Dynamo Donuts in the quarterfinals. <laughs> Something. Vorskla, like mate. Vorskla. Like they're a force to be reckoned with. All I'm going to say is, Ricky, I wouldn't mug off yet because there's a chance that both. Your team and my team well. could be playing in Europe's Premier B grade competition. Oh, <laughs> me up, not bringing me down. <laughs> in this, uh, in this five campaign. Let's, uh, let's cross over to Asia and talk to Jace. Jace, I know what you're going to say, pal. Go for it. <laughs> Hello, boys. Hello, Jace. Hello, Jace. Talk to you from out here. Are we missing you? Two o'clock in the morning out here, so uh, <laughs> I'm just about to go to one or two naughty bars to, to improve the viewing from last night. <laughs> Aaron's face. It, this, it's is, like, this is a, a family show, you know. Yeah, Aaron's like, he's never had a naughty bar in his life. <laughs> I, I just want to say that the first minute of, of games in 2018, Man City hit a post, Liverpool 1-0 up at Anfield, Liverpool have a goal disallowed at, at Wembley, Juve are 1-0 up, Barcelona are 1-0 up. Why can't we handle the very first minute of these big games at the moment? Concentration, though, Jace. How many times have we spoke about Spurs at kickoff not being ready? Is it a, is it a preparation thing, Rick? Jace, do you think that as well? Like, is it a preparation thing? Like they're coming out and they're kind of pumped up, but they're not pumped up. You know what I mean? I don't know, Lee. I mean, you know, the, the boss has to take a, a little bit of responsibility for that. But it's you know five or six big games, and in the first minute. We're conceding glorious chances or goals, and you can't do that in those big games. And I know Hugo's is is a silly mistake from Hugo, but it's it's systematic of Tottenham in 2018. At the first minute, mm. we're we're all over the place in the first minute, and it's that's not good enough, mate. Yeah, I, I don't I don't disagree. To be fair, Jamie, what do you think? I just think I just think we're lacking. The, the sort of the European mentality. I think you look at the difference between ourselves and Juventus. There's just so the, the mentality just seems to be so different. And um, why did you draw comparisons to Juventus there? I just, I just think as though we against Juventus, we kind of we were very naive, and we, as I, as I said previously, we we play really mm. played into their hands, and we Spot. played their game um, rather than playing our way. And I think that that allowed us to frustrated us. Um, and that you know, and that that's been our real do, down. Do, do you think it might be a belief thing, guys? Guys, and you mean from you mean from well? the start? Well, just you know, it's mm. it's a case of you know we're, we're in a massive massive mm. occasion. You know, Potch always talks about in the media about that we are we 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 believe, be brave, we should be here. You know, we 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 belong here at the top table. But actually, do we? Do we actually think that we belong at the top table? That that first minute, two three minutes that Jace is talking about switching mm. off or not being switched on. That, you can't you can't legislate for that in such a massive but, game. Uh, uh, is, isn't that the case of then Spurs are going back? because under Harry Redknapp you went into the quarterfinals produced some absolutely scintillating football granted it was a different squad a different time for the club but you can't say that Spurs don't have the pedigree playing mm. in the Champions League because you played in it eight years ago yeah I'm not saying that we're no, we played it the last three we played it last exactly. three as well exactly yeah. go on Jace. it's not just Europe is it it's not just Europe because as I say it's happened twice with 
with Liverpool, it happened with City. And I mean, it, I mean, Aaron, you're a Man U fan, and, and Fred had that chance against mm, us at Old did. Trafford inside what 20 seconds. That's right, yeah. Um, when yeah. he lashed it wide, and 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 it, it's things you think we, we can't start minute one in those games as poorly as that. No, I, I I do agree. I, I was I was actually sorry because I was just going to follow on from Josie's point. And actually, this this season so far, in the games that we've played, both uh, in the cup and in the Premier League, could, could you have an argument to say actually it's not just with the first few minutes? It's actually the entire first half. Well, when have a think back? When have we actually played dominated really a half. dominated yeah. half mm-hmm. of this year, this season? We haven't. So, no. so far, we haven't. I mean, mm-hmm. look at last week, Huddersfield, for example, in the Premier League, they had more possession than us in, in the, the first, first half. half. Yeah. What's happened? They ain't even scored a goal at Huddersfield. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So I'm just wondering, even yeah. at Man United, you, you bring out the Man United game, even the Man United, yes, we won 3 0. But if you remember, that game, at the, at, you know, they could have, like Jace just said, Fred could have scored, you know, Danny Rose back pass situation. Yep, with that's right. I mean, we could have been 2 3 down. But just to us, Jay's point there, he picks up on Juventus. And Jason, are you going to hate me talking about it because we're only a couple of minutes into the show? But you're saying about the mentality and you're saying about, you know, the first couple of minutes switching off. Isn't that down to having, you know, top winning mentality players on the pitch that can switch on that know what the right time is before kickoff to be ready to be functional because in a game a goal can happen at any time as we saw in the first 60 seconds no I, I, I totally agree with you Rick it, it's something like I say in these big games we you, you can't switch off at all and I, I, I don't know why we're not alive but we're, we're just not alive on, on those first couple of minutes that's so like what we need to do, right? Is we, I, I've got an idea, guys. What we need to do is we need to get all the players in the dressing room just before we go out and just give them a big slap in the face and get them all right, like up for it. You know what I mean? Or maybe 20 minutes before the game, instead of coming out and doing some warm-up drills, actually warm up. Do you know what I mean? Like, do, what do you think, Aaron? Uh, that's what I think we need to what, do. Get some proper physical yeah, jerks. Get just Mr. get some proper, right you know what I mean? Like, get some like star jumps going. I, on or I'd, I'd, I'd nominate you to do your dinosaur impression. I, I'm in for that, mate. I'm up for it. I'd, I'd, I'd give it to uh, something to wake him up in the first give, couple give of minutes. That's what you need. That's what you need. Give it wake to lead to the end of the season. That's what I say. <laughs> Don't be silly. Pochettino is still the, the the man we're behind. We still want him to make this Tottenham team successful. I still believe he will do. Fitness coach, mate. Oh right, okay. Something like that motivates the squad. Needs something. The squad needs something. The opening minutes games as we've said yeah we could we could we could get Lynn certainly um chase what do you make of of the squad the selection obviously there's a lot of talks about wink starting in midfield well i think i think you know fitness fitness plays a part and that was pretty much probably the, the only team that was was possible to pick maybe if you hadn't been available you might have gone three at the back and left son out but you know we were down to pretty much 11 tried and trusted players. I was a little bit surprised to see Eric Dyer left out because I think that's the... I would say that's the first big game Eric Dyer's been left out of in four years. He's been and, so poor, though, Jase. You know, yeah. He's been so he's poor. He's dreadfully out of form. Yeah, mm. no. He's dreadfully out of form. Um, and, and perhaps that... The, the Pochettino factor, I would say, drop him, not rest him. But perhaps that showed the form he's in. But, you know, it's pretty much the, the only side we could have picked. And, and I... I I won't go criticising him for the team and, and even the tactics. You know, we play out from the back. That, that's Tottenham style. And mm. if it gets caught, and we, you know, if you want to hoof it long, then, then give, give the mm. job to Allardyce. Oh, Big Sam. Tottenham aren't going to hoof it long. Jace, you've heard Tottenham it here first. Jace is calling for Big Sam. <laughs> no, no, I'm not that, mate. No, I'm joking. It, it, it's a criticism of those that say don't play out from the back. But if you don't want to play out from the back, then then get rid of Pochettino because you have to accept that's the way we're going to play, and and that's it. And we're playing one of elite, one of Europe's elite teams last mm. night. Let's you know, 
like I said today, you can criticise players. There were some bad mistakes. There were some uh, some things that we could have improved on. But, you know, let's be honest. We're, we're playing one of Europe's elite teams and they've been smashing uh, European elite teams for donkey's years. Bigger teams than Tottenham. So it was a disappointment for sure. But, you know, it, it, the Inter game is, is the one that's put us in problems, not the Barcelona game. Just said that off air, didn't we? Spot on. It was a lack of concentration, I guess, uh, back in Anyway, boys, have a good night. Yeah, you enjoy uh, you enjoy you enjoy the, your night, the, Jace. The bar. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy it, Jace. <laughs> joining us all the way from Thailand. You can give us a call. We want to hear your thoughts this evening. Of course, this is your platform. It's Love Sport Radio 0208 7020 The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. This is Love Sport. Love Sport. Love Sport. 558 AM. Love Sport with 7OTV.com. Predict 7 to net a million. Yeah, good evening. This is Love Sport Radio with your Tottenham Hotspur fan show. We're looking back at the game against Barcelona. Again, the number to call 0208 70 20 55. Ricky, where do you want to go next? I mean, just to talk about the overall performance, because I know we just did a couple of bullet points there. I think what we have to recognise about this Tottenham side is that at times we are our own worst enemies when it comes to defending. And I just I can't seem to understand how and why our lack of understanding and defending as a, t- as a team. Mm. If we go into the first 60 seconds, all right, we acknowledge the, the poor start. But Hugo Lloris, you know, this guy's just come back, you know, from injury, which we're led to believe. And you probably argue, this isn't funny, but in irony of what he's been charged for, was he still drunk in his opening 60 seconds? Oh my because God, the amount of dodgy jokes. I don't, but I don't quite know how he, what, he was, what he saw in his mind mm. to come rushing out like that where he did because he left himself in absolute no man's land. But to be fair to Coutinho, he still had three players to have to negotiate past to finish and he did it superbly. Yeah. But to make a mistake like that in the opening couple of seconds is unforgivable against a Barcelona team with so much quality and we're up against it from the, from the off. You're, you're giving praise to Felipe Coutinho. That's £140 million worth of football if he hadn't finished. It. <laughs> I'd be going, mate. Are you drunk, mate? I could have finished that. I'll be honest with you. I think, I think the the thing with the the, the whole of these thing and and you know the overall performances, you cannot under no circumstances give Barcelona a one 0 head start. Mm. I mean, what are we on? Mm. You ca- you cannot do it. And then you're on the back foot from that point forward. I mean, let's be brutally honest. They it looked like they could probably go up another gear throughout the entire match so even though we came back into it at certain points that it did feel like that they could go up another gear I mean I, I just I just it's so frustrating because when you when you get done by a world class finish like the second goal I'm not having a, I'm not having a pop at anyone with a second goal per se I mean it is outrageous Rakitic can't score that mm. that is no. outrageous world class but the first goal alright decent defending finish defending no lead for the Rakitic goal what about, what about for, for going back to the first one Trippier Mm, yeah, Trippi has not done himself any favour last night. night. The ball's come over his head and you can see his face just drop when the ball goes in the back of the net because he realises, right, I've been... Yeah, well, he's at fault as well. Don't get me wrong, but Lloris, you have to say, has got to take a lot of the brunt of it there because of the nature of how he's come out, Aaron. I don't know what you think, Jay. He's never getting to the ball there. Never. Yeah, I mean... That's that's the area that I'd question is probably the weakest in our team, the mm. fullbacks. I've always said that ever since we lost uh, Rose and Walker down the, that, right, the fullbacks, yeah. we've never quite been the same team. But um, yeah, that that for me is the weakest area. But on the defending and the, the errors that we've been making, I'd say that perhaps it's a lack of consistency the the defence because I, I think we keep yeah, on. Yeah. We've you know we 
always like to change. You know, one week it's uh, Rose, the next it's Davis, and then can't help the team. Can it? it just can't be helping having an unsettled team like that. Exactly. Exactly. If you if you if you just taking your point in terms of the rotation of fullbacks, I think that's pretty normal for Pochino. I think we've come mm. accustomed to mm. that. But actually, we've had three goalkeepers right in the last month that's that's played in goal. Three goalkeepers. Now, you tell me, in one entire season, at any other top club, you have three goalkeepers playing goal. We've had it in the last month. Yeah. You know, you can question, why was Lloris brought back in? Well, he's a club captain, he's a World Cup winner, he's a World Cup winning captain um, as well, and he's come back in. But uh, Gazaniga was playing the right. I'm not saying he should have started. I don't mm. get paid like Poch does to make a decision. It's Poch's yeah. decision, right? But he's brought Gazaniga back in. Uh, he's brought Lloris back in over Gazaniga. Three goalkeepers in a month. That, that comes back to, Jamie, your point about, you know, swapping around. All so, fullbacks being changed at the same time. The centre backs are being changed at the same time. Yeah, yeah. you know, you, you, Vertonghen. That's the first time we had Vertonghen but in what over eighteen months. As we know, yeah, with Vertonghen, you make a spot on point, Lily, regards to the rotation of, of centre backs and fullbacks. It doesn't help. Unfortunately, as we know, Spurs are decimated by injury. We know that because we had Eriksen, Ali, Vertonghen, Dembele, and you maybe even argue Oria. You know, is probably the stronger right back this season mm. out of the two. Mm. When you balance it up, Trippier and Oria, he's made that decision. I mean, I was stunned. I've got to be honest to not see Danny Rose. Yeah. Ahead of Ben Davis, I've got to be honest with you because Davis wasn't, as we know this season, at his best form. And again, I'm I'm stunned that obviously he was picked over Rose. But again, as we said, defending just not good enough. Even the second goal, Sanchez, who had a wonderful game, the yeah. game before against yeah. Huddersfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he did. Yeah, and heading you know, away everything. He's at he's at fault again. Mm. He's at fault mm. there, as I said, for the goal, the second one, Rakitic. It's a world class strike. Don't get me wrong, but it's the build up play to it, Aaron. You know, you've mm. got to be switched on. Yeah, it's Barcelona. Yeah. You're playing on the best sides in the world. Mm. Don't give them don't give them more an advantage than what they need to have. God. I think that's where we miss Vertonghen because he's the leader. Mm. He's the leader in that defence. He's the guy that plays alongside Sanchez and that, when Alderweireld was injured and really was mm. the one commanding him. And w- with Alderweireld, it just seemed there was no chemistry between the two. Um, you know, and Sanchez was also there was a couple of times he was arguing with Davis over you know positional. So yeah, I just think it's it was. Do, do, do you think um, with with Larice, with what's happened in the personal life and that? Let me paint a quick picture for for, for the listeners as well. Well, right? If you have a really bad day at work or you've got something going on in your personal life, does it affect your work? Everybody just can ponder that if, if they want to and have a little think about it. The point is that Sank's going on massive in Larissa's personal life, all the stuff that's been well documented. Yep. Is that now affecting his his not only his performances but actually Decision the making. stature mm-hmm. of what he is in the football club? You know, in terms of a captain, in terms of you know our back four, our back four looking at him going, oh, I'm not sure I trust you. Uh, and Or vice versa. Is Larissa looking at his back four in front of him going, oh, I'm not sure yeah. I trust you. Yeah, I think it's that, unfortunately. I think that, you know, I just don't think he has a huge amount of faith in his back four. I mean, the only the one that only one you'd have real faith in at the moment it would be Alderweireld. And, you know, that's one out of four in our back line. Mm-hmm. So that is an issue. On the flip side, though, wouldn't Luis be sitting there thinking to himself, going, look, whatever's happened, happened. I've gone, I've wronged, but I am the captain of this football club. Plus, let's be fair. Mauricio Pochettino hasn't put him on the transfer list, mm. hasn't banned him, hasn't done X, Y, or Z. We know, 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 know he's been fine and telling about the club. He's been yeah, fine and telling about the club. Procedure. That, that's that's uh, you know, their club procedure. But he hasn't been, you know, Pochettino hasn't said, well, you're not leading my, leaving my club. Mm. Look at this. Paul Pogba was stripped of the vice captaincy of Man United for doing nothing. <laughs> well, no, he talks. <laughs> he <laughs> talks. But at the, the day, at the end of the day, Luis has been, he's been retained as the club captain. Surely he should be sitting there going, you know what? I need to repay Poch's faith in I think, I, I don't. I, I, 
I, I think for me, I, I wasn't getting at that. What I was getting at is um, mentally or emotionally, mm. when you've got stuff going on in your personal life, does it affect your work? And that's the same as you, a fo- footballers yeah. are the same. You might argue in that you first know what I mean? like, 60 seconds. I'm not seconds. saying you should be punished or whatever, yeah. but, you know. You'd argue those first 60 seconds would show it might be, because... You know, any the what concerns about Hugo Lloris is, and it's not to scapegoat players. This isn't the show is not about scapegoating players? But there is games where we've seen Sir Lloris before. It's not the first time he's done this yeah, on a big occasion. World Cup final, well, yeah. World Cup final, exactly. he's done it. So exactly. it's obviously something in his mind, mentality-wise. Mm, these errors saying. are coming up continuously. Mm. And Gazaniga, to be fair to him, as we said before, he's had three good games. They're not poor games. He's had three decent games. So to bring Lloris back in straight away, does that have to be questioned? But I'm sure Pochettino isn't stupid. I really don't think he's stupid. He's not the Hugo Lloris. He is the captain of the football club. You're playing Barcelona, one of the biggest clubs in the world, and therefore you have to bring him in. Go. Got to do that. 721. We, what we're going to do is we're going to come back. We're going to have you a, a Europa League roundup because there's plenty of goals going in. I'll tell you what, we'll bring some Chelsea team news as well next on Love Sport. Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. For the fans, by the fans. Love Sport Radio. 7bestbets.com. If you are looking for good odds with a simple to use app, visit 7bestbets.com. As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. We cover all sports, as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 7bestbets.com. Please gamble responsibly. Visit GamblerWare for more details. Love Sport, 558 AM. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict 7 to net a million. Yeah, good evening. This is Love Sport Radio bringing you your Europa League scores. Let's start in Group A by Leverkusen 2, AEK Larnaca 1, Zurich 0, Ludogorets Rosagrad 0. Uh, in Group K, FC Astana 2, Ren 0 is a full time result. Group B, Celtics Group, FC Red Bull Salzburg 2, Celtic 1, Rosenborg 0, Leipzig 3. Group C, Bordeaux 0, FC Copenhagen 1, Zenit St. Petersburg 0, Slavia Prague 0. Group D, Fenerbahce 1, Spartan Attack Trinava nil, RSC Anderlecht nil, Dinamo Zagreb two. In Group E, FK Carabag nil, Arsenal two, Emil Smith Rowe has doubled the Gunners' lead out to in Azerbaijan. Vorskla Poldovar one, Sporting Lisbon nil. F- Group F, AC Milan one, Olympiakos one, Real Betis one, uh, F91 Dudelange nil. Group G, Rangers entertain Rapid Vienna. That one kicks off at 8 o'clock. We'll be keeping you up to date with all uh, that goes on there at Ibrox elsewhere. And uh, Chelsea, of course, in action tonight. They entertain Mol Vidi. Do you, do, do you know me? Do Mol, Aaron, Mol Vidi? reading this list is really, really <laughs> oh, depressing yeah. me. Because to even have to think about the potential of joining some of those clubs you've listed there... I mean, I can't even say it. Let alone have to play. Memories as well brings back a lot yeah. of memories. Don't worry, it's all good. My mob won it a couple of years ago. Let's have a look at that Chelsea lineup uh, to take on Vidi tonight. It's a strong one as well by uh, Maurizio Sani. Kepa is the goalkeeper to battle on Zappa Costa, Cahill, Christensen, and Palmieri. Fabregas, Kovacic, and Loftus Cheek in midfield.
midfield. Pedro and William as the wingers and Alvaro Morata up top. Chelsea certainly taking that one uh, seriously. Certainly are taking that one seriously. Naming uh, a pretty decent lineup tonight as they entertain Malt at Stamford Bridge. Lee McQueen. They generally do, though, don't they? To be fair, just quickly on Chelsea. I mean, they don't, you don't tend to have kind of a second or third string Chelsea team in these. They've got such a strong squad as well, though, leading mm-hmm. it. Well, well, you talk about squads. We, I think we might come on to that, Ricky. But it'd be quite, yeah, I quite, think so quite surprising. But you know, they generally do take the, uh, the, the 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 lesser, so to speak, cup mm-hmm. competition seriously because they're, they're winners and they want to win. They are winners. They do want to win. What about Spurs? I mean, look, this is a topic that I've wanted to to come on to about the squad. What, what do you want to go on to next? Do we talk squad? Do we yeah, talk go for it. We can depth? do. I mean, yeah. look, look at this. You know, Chelsea, a club. In fact, let's compare you guys to Chelsea. Why not? Let's let's look at Chelsea's transfer business. You know, they they've had one of the worst summers in their club's history. The sheer. Um, you know, unknown factor of Antonio Conte. What's going on there? Every single week, there was a news story about Conte. He wasn't sacked till when uh, a few weeks before the start of the season. They brought in Maurizio Sarri. You know, a man who is in a bit of an unknown quantity in this division. But they still went out and they got transfer business done. Granted, they didn't bring in a big name striker like they wanted to. They're still going with Morata and Giroud. But Kovacic is a fabulous son. Jorginho is a fabulous yeah. sign. They've brought in quality. Now, again. I said it with Brian Moore. I've said it on Last Word on Spurs. I've said it on this station a million times. Daniel Levy is the sole reason why um, this Tottenham team won't progress under Mauricio Pochettino. Maybe Mauricio Pochettino himself will get frustrated at it. And I'm not trying to, you know, chum the water because I want him at my club. Granted, I want him. You know, but you can have Chet but Mourinho instead. No, you no problem at all. But do you reckon Daniel Levy was sitting there in his director's box seat at Wembley, raw box seat at Wembley going... If I spent sixty million here in the summer, we could actually like you know we we could have probably won mm. this. But I reiterate the point that listen, as much as I've said throughout the summer, I've remained consistent on the point that Spurs needed two or three players to really push the squad on. Mm. We didn't get them. We mustn't forget last night. We really mustn't forget that we was without the likes of four or five top top players. I think you have to keep repeating yourself that you have to keep repeating yourself that Ericsson would have played. Ali would have played, Vertonghen would have played, Dembele would have played, Aurea, you might have said, would have played, even Rose might have played. And that's not me making an excuse, because I have said, like, all along, we've remained consistent in the point that to push this Tottenham team onto where we want us to be, to ultimately try and challenge for the league, to compete in the Champions League, to compete on all four fronts, the squad would have had to have been improved. And I think the proof's in the pudding that last night, when you saw in the second half, all we can bring on is Musa Sissoko and Fernando Loriente. That pretty much says but everything. Did, did he even want Sissoko and Llorente? What? Okay, so Jamie, you got you got a view on on Daniel Levy and stuff as well, no? Yeah. Um, look, we went into the season, um, and it was kind of the same. It's the same ambitions year after year. You're kind of thinking, what would be a suitable ambition for Spurs this season? And it's always top four. Um, perhaps the FA Cup and a good run in the Champions League and it's always been the same and this year you're like you're waiting for it to finally kick on yeah. and it just hasn't you're waiting, happened, you're waiting you're waiting and it just has never happened and um, yeah I mean look we missed the real trick in the summer having to try and go and invest in the squad and we you know we were we are just a few players short of you know really challenging the top teams but sorry just very 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 quickly how many times have we been here on the high red nap, how many? T- you no, know, Spurs, we ain't been Spurs, Spurs, we ain't been but Spurs no, were a player it. or two away from challenging. No. You don't think so? No, I've said. We're, we're no, I've said it. that. I mean, I have said now that it does get frustrating because you feel that every time you're so close to hmm. achieving something, yeah. that 
we don't want to take that final leap, that final push, like you see Liverpool have taken the plunge. I've always said, and I made the point now, Liverpool are the project that Spurs should have been. Liverpool had that money in the summer and they went and spent it and have actually gone but, for it, whereas Spurs have sat back. But I, I want you to hear Lee's point let's, on it. Let's, let's bring okay, in let's, point. let's have a little think, right? So, 2013, we lost, we lost arguably the greatest player that we've had in the modern in the modern, in the modern era, right? Gareth, in terms Bell, of Gareth yeah. Bell. We went out, spunked, uh, we spent, sorry, 100 odd million. <laughs> sorry about that, listeners. We spent 100 odd million in quality players to improve our squad. Yes or no yes we did okay they turned out to be rubbish right Ericsson and you could argue Lamella now Lamella mm. other than that the rest of them rose. We, we bought the likes of whoever we bought every every Spurs fan listen to this knows they know before. the fabulous seven the, the reality the is on the fabulous seven it didn't work the belief at Tottenham Hotspur Football Club is not about to go and spend 60 80 90 100 million on players it's never been the way Potocino mm. has never been that type of manager he doesn't want to be that type of manager people keep talking about oh Pochino might leave if you don't back him in the transfer market well maybe he doesn't want Want to go and spend 120, 130 million. Maybe he wants to do the things the right way. Maybe. I'm just asking a question. And and just just sorry, I'm just on one here. Let's have a think about it. I'm I'm sick of Tottenham fans on Twitter and all over, you know, different social media platforms, whatever, saying, our squad's not big enough, we ain't got this, we ain't got Let me tell you something, right? Lloris, Rose, Yang Vertonghen, Toby, Trippier, Dembele, Dyer, Deli Ali, Mora, Ericsson and Kane. Arguably, that's probably our, our starting 11, give or take. Let's have a look at the substitutes, okay? Gazaniga, top man, looks like me, clearly. <laughs> ben Davis for Danny Rose. Davison Sanchez for Yang Vertonghen. Fourth or Dyer as a Toby replacement. Ore for a Trippier replacement. Winks for a Dembele replacement. Sissoko, okay, major issue, for a Deli Alley replacement. Son for a Mora replacement. Lamella for an Ericsson replacement. And then you've got Lorente. So your argument so, is that, yeah, you're saying they've got... Mm. On paper, we've got 11, 12, 13 decent players. And Hasbro92 has asked a question on Twitter, you know, where was our youth on, on the bench uh, yesterday? I haven't even talked about our youth there. And we've got the likes of, uh, um, of uh, how do you say it, Rick? Who is it? Amos. Amos. Uh, yeah, yeah, Amos. Exactly. Uh, no, he's Skip been even travelled so as well. Skip, Skip travelled. No, you know, we've got... Uh, Georgiou, um, is, uh, well, as well as coming through George, to youth. Yeah. But um, these players aren't going to feature yeah. in the Champions League, are they, Lee? I, I, I'm not saying that we have got a world-class squad. I'm not I'm not saying that we've got a world-class 22. But what I'm saying is, it's, it is actually a lot better than a lot of people think when you look at what it should be. Wanyama's coming back from an injury, hasn't played for over a year. Eric Dyer's out of form. Winks has come back from a, a, a bad ankle injury. You know, the, uh, Lamella, over a year, he can even walk. You know, we have to give these players a, a bit of time and belief in that we can actually go and do this. What does it say to a Lamella or to a squad player when you go and spend 130, 140 million on a player? Just make, you just end up like Chelsea. Yes, they're winning stuff, but do we want that? Like, you, I don't you want know. to win stuff, don't you? I, I want to win stuff, but do we want to win stuff in the way that we should be, in our belief? You mean organically? If the football club's belief, if the football club's belief is that this is the way to do it, then how can you change that? It's their belief. Okay. That's what they believe. Okay. What we're going to do is, we're going to take a short pause. I want to go back to the point that, we, Ricky, I think you, one of you two was talking about Liverpool. That was me, yeah. Right, I want to mm. go back to that. I'm going to start from that. We're going to talk about this again, but we want you to get involved. 0208 70 We're going to take a short pause. Arsenal have grabbed a third. Gwendozi with the goal. Salzburg have grabbed a third against Celtic as well. It's not going well for Brendan Rodgers, is it? 
The Odds with 7 Best Bets. Please gamble responsibly. Hi, it's Liam from 7bestbets.com. I've got a London treble for you. West Ham to beat Brighton, Spurs to beat Cardiff and Palace to beat Wolves. A tenner returns you £93.15. Those are the odds with 7bestbets.com. The Odds with 7 Best Bets. Please gamble responsibly. This is Love Sport. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict 7 to net a million. Yeah, good evening. This is Love Sport Radio with your Tottenham Hotspur Fan Show. We're talking all things Spurs until 9 o'clock tonight. Um, I want to go back to a couple of points that Lee made, that Ricky made. Ricky, you're talking about Liverpool and how they've spent the money. I have I've, I've sort of read a lot in depth you know as the Liverpool FSG Fenway Sports Group the way they operate the way they do things they operate on a money ball style system well they have that's why you saw the likes of Iago Aspas Balotelli Samed Yesil Nabil Zar all this absolute guff come through the club (laughs) and then exit when Brendan Rodgers did now the reason Liverpool spent money last summer is because they realise Who's gone into Bayern Munich right now? Niko Kovac hasn't won a game in three games. Do you know who's going to be touted for the job? Jurgen Klopp. Every time a job comes up with Bayern or with a top club, Jurgen Klopp is going to be touted because he hasn't been back to Liverpool. He was never back to Liverpool in the first place. However, they've gone. They've spent the money. Yep. You know what? They're buying that elite level of player. Virgil van Dijk, mate, I'd give my left arm to have him play for Manchester United right now because the guy is a leader. He's done the bizzo. You know what? They could have stuck with Carrius. It looked like he was going to stick with Carrius. He had an absolute merit against Tranmere Rovers in a pre-season game. And you know what? Klopp has just gone and sanctioned a £70, £80 million pound world record fee for a goalkeeper and brought in Alisson. That is what I'm talking about, a progressive football club, because he's his owner, Dan, uh, excuse me, John Henry and... and you know the 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 owners and the directors of FSG have gone. You know what? We're gonna lose him. This is our best chance. Now, what I'm saying with Spurs. Now, hear me out. Is every single summer we've sat down with Spurs, and first and foremost, we've had a massive wait, waiting, waiting, yep. waiting, 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 waiting. Now, when you're, are you telling me that you're pleased when your club is bringing out the signings like Vincent Janssen, Clinton and G, and Kudu, Sissoko? absolute tripe like that when in reality if you could go and spend 30 40 million pounds get yourself a maracardi someone else who's going to challenge not sit on the bench will challenge harry kane yeah, i think you just no, made you agree you're spawn yeah i think you just made my point this summer you've just made my point but the what point. i'm saying is the man who needs to sanction that is daniel levy the point the point is he sanctions spending money Aaron, you've just said it yourself. Thirty million on on uh, Sissoko. Uh, do we think and that Janssen was a good buy? No, Jansen was nineteen, twenty million quid. That's fifty million pound. We could have gone and bought what um, you know, a, a, a Wilfred Zaha, for example, for that. If if but you why is he spending twenty million pound on Jansen, who's a centre forward, and not spending forty million pounds on someone who's proven a world class forty, fifty million pounds before the Neymar, you know, sort of explosion and inflation happened, and strikers now costing you seventy, eighty, hundred million pounds. Why is he not going out spending forty? 50 million pounds on a striker again we've always mentioned about Soldado 27 million Mm. pounds stung a bit can we just say on Klopp I think what Klopp realised is a couple of years ago he made the comment saying that look my style isn't to buy it I work with the players I've got but he realised at the start of the season that that wasn't going to happen for him he realised that if he wanted to win trophies with Liverpool he would have to spend the money and you have to ask yourself whether Pochettino is the one that wants to spend the money does he want the pressure of spending spending a fortune and then it not working is he happy to work under these tight budgets where, for him, he can't be faulted yeah. if he doesn't spend the money? You have to acknowledge that as well. We don't know if it's all Pochettino. But then do you have to question the ambition of the manager? 
Well, that's, this is where I think he can be some quite naive sometimes. As much as we all love Pochettino and he's such a brilliant manager, I think there's still some areas where he's very naive. I think another example of him being naive would be like going out and winning the FA Cup or something like that. But and it is, it's. I think he tries to stick to a a way of his own principles, of, 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 isn't it? He's got yeah, he's got his principles, and and that's the issue. I think that he can be slightly too naive sometimes, and he won't try and push for a a big name player or. Something but like that. It comes back to what my point I was saying before the break, which is about belief. If you if you believe something, you don't you can't you can change it. If you believe in I don't know, I don't want to go religious, but if you believe in a religion, you're not just going to change that overnight. Are you? you're not going to change that. That's what you believe in. So you think that's the way forward, regardless mm. of opinions. Football's a game of opinions for all of our listeners. But that's your belief. Yeah. So if the club's belief, when, when Pochettino first got the job, I, I I couldn't believe that Daniel Levy had signed him. I thought, what on earth are you doing? You're just getting a yes man. That's what I generally thought. I actually went on. Some a, people still believe you're right. Yeah, yeah, no, but that's what that's what I thought. But the reason the reasons are clear. The reasons why he's got them. Maybe it is a yes man. That's the skeptics. But for me, the positive is that they their beliefs were aligned. Mm. The way that they go about running their business or running their football club, and it is all business uh, football clubs now are businesses to a certain degree. And our fa- as fans, we have to we have to pay for that essentially. Like b- both sides of the paying for it, if you know what I mean. The, 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 I suppose the point I'm making is that if your club believes in the way forward look at Pep Guardiola he, he finished eight points his Man City side finished eight points behind Tottenham two seasons ago mm. did he change his ways did he change his belief in playing football no but what he did do he did go and get different players to play yeah. in, that area, in, that, in that area that's why I wanted to read out our squad because actually when you look at our squad and, and people say oh, we've got no strength in depth we have got strength is it world class no but should Tottenham be world class that's the question but the, you can't you can't draw comparisons between Guardiola and Pochettino yes I can I just you did. can't no I did Guardiola is, is a winner Guardiola is someone who's gone and won how many Champions Leagues, how many leagues here, they're everywhere. Plus, Guardiola has got the backing of the oil boys who are going to sanction £200 million spent. Uh, Again, so 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 therefore, my comparison is that he, the comparison I was making is that that he believes in his way. And Pep Guardiola's way is to play in a certain way, his beliefs, play out from the back, get the right people, spend a load of money. Potocino's belief, and we don't know this because none of us know Potocino, unfortunately, but Potocino's belief might be... I want to do it through youth. I want to do it myself. I don't want to spend but big we money. We do know, Lee, to some degree, if we believe his book, because that's what his book does represent. He doesn't want to spend money unless he exactly. feels he has to. So if we're going by the book, which we're understood to be his own words, written by Guillaume Balago, we had on our podcast, Pochettino doesn't want to spend the money, does he, mm. Jamie? That's the ultimate reality. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. And as I said, you know, he's, he's trying to stick by his princi- principles. But um, the thing is that I think that the big thing about sign another big issue of not signing players is that signings reinvigorate the squad. And they, I do, I agree and with that. They, I do agree um, with that. You know, they will give the whole team a boost. And it just seems like, you know, we've come around with the same squad and it just feels very flat. Like, the mm. team just feels flat. And I, I think that's a big issue. I, I don't disagree. I think that's a really good point. But what I would like to do for the listeners as well is just go through a couple of stats. I'm not a stato, basically. But just want to have a quick look at this. So, in 2017-18, which is last year, we finished third in the Premier League. Oh, and by the way, can I just ask you a quick question? Has Liverpool won the league? Have they won the league? Well, yet? their fans already think they. No, have. no, I'm just, I'm just finding out there. Have they won the league yet? Because everyone's saying, "Oh, Liverpool's oh, no. the project." <laughs> 
right? But uh, hang on, just, yeah, so they haven't, right? So 2017, 2018, seven games played, 14 points, scored 14 goals, conceded five. We had four away games, three home games, although they're at Wembley, and we played one top six club out of all of that. Harry Kane was the top goal scorer in the Premier League after seven games. We finished third that season. This year, it's flat. We haven't invested in the squad. We're having an absolute nightmare. We're, oh my goodness gracious, it's all going off. Harry Kane's the second dot goal scorer in the Premier League. We've played two top six clubs already. We've got more points than we did. We scored more goals, uh, same amount of goals, and we've played five away games. And two of them have been against top six clubs. Mm. I don't want so it to tell detract. Me, can't, yeah, you yeah. Can't, you can't we mustn't tell detract me. away from the battling performance of the second half because we've started the show and we have mentioned about the defending. But please don't let that detract away from how hard we did work in that second half as a team. The likes of Lamella, the likes of Winks, they really stepped up. But Lamella, all game to be fair. Lamella, his engine is incredible. Yeah. I said it on the show uh, a couple of weeks ago. Sometimes you think with Lamella, if you had a level of him out there, I don't think we'd have lost that game against Barcelona. His work rate is incredible. And he only left the field against Barcelona down to injury. Otherwise, he'd still be out there, wouldn't he, Lee? I've said it before, Rick, and and I'll say it again. You know, at elite sport, at that level, and that's where Tottenham are, we're playing there. Whether or not we are world-class, that's everybody else's opinion. But at elite sport and at elite level, it is fine margins. If, and it's not games of ifs and buts, but if Moore scores, it's Mm, 3-3. And it is a a great point. On a a game, Jamie, for example, where we've had a depleted squad... We were awful by all accounts. We, you know, everyone should be sacked, and but you know the board should be gone, and we could have ended up with a draw after being totally outplayed. You know, you've got to put stuff into perspective. That's why I wanted to talk about our league performances as well. We're in actually a better position than we are in the league, not in the Champions League, but we also didn't draw last year. Bloody Barcelona! It was still a tough group last year, to be fair, wasn't it, Jay? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, obviously, we did very well last year getting through that group, but. Um, you know, it's, it's it's the same squad this year and I always bring it back to the point that it's just, I really, I'm just disappointed that we, you know, it's about reinvigorating mm. the squad and it's just the same sort of ambitions as we've always had. Um, yeah, it was, a, it was a, at the end of the day, it was a good performance yesterday, but yeah, we were missing, we were just short of some good quality players. Let's take a quick pause. As always, we want to hear from you at Love Sport Radio on Twitter. We've got a whole heap of listener questions uh, to come a little bit later on in the show. 0208 70 if you want to uh, make yourselves heard rather than seen. It's Love Sport Radio. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Play your way to one million pounds. Love Sport. Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Play your way to £1 million. Time in Azerbaijan. Arsenal have beaten Karabag by three goals to nil in the Europa League. Goals from Socrates, Smithrow, and uh, Gwendozi, Matteo Gwendozi uh, for Unai Emery. Nice pronunciation there. Right? They're, go- no, they're going under the radar, aren't they? Yeah, man. They, they are, are actually. They are. The going under fair, the radar. You know, Karabag's a tough place to go. Yeah. It is for uh, parking <laughs> and other tourist-based uh, tourist-based things you want to get done. Anyway, chaps, let's talk positive because I want to look at the performances of Winks and Lamella. I mentioned to you when you walked in the office that tackle by Winks and Messi was mm. absolutely like, whoa. Yeah, That's something you don't really see that much. No, and just on Winks, congratulations to him. He's been called up for the England squad. Yeah. So, so pleased for Winks. It was a great second-half performance. Wasn't good in the first half, but yeah, really played well in the second half. And I think we all share the opinion with Winks that 
if this guy can maintain his fitness, can play, you know, consistently for Spurs this season, then he's still one of the best players, I still think, mm. at the club. He's, he's so young. He's still so young. And, you know, you look at him last night, and it, remember, this is the same guy that bossed it against yeah. Real Madrid, home and away last year. Bossed it. So he's shown the capability that he can play at the top level, Champions League, against the best sides. But I do think with Winksy, it's just down to the fitness. We can manage him fitness-wise. He's a top, top player. Yeah, I mean, obviously he's spoken about the ankle injury. I mean, that's the issue, whether he's going to be able to shake that off. It sounds like it's going to be a long-term thing, so we'll have to wait and see. But there's a very talented player in there, and obviously that central midfielder is the is the area that we need to strengthen. But if we can find someone that we can get in alongside Winks, I yep. think he's definitely... He's a long-term option for us, definitely. I, I, I agree. I think um, I think my only worry with uh, with Winks is that yeah, he's got, his congratulations got called up to England squad. But do, as a Spurs player, uh, yeah, really, do, uh, do you actually want him to play? <laughs> no, we'd rather him not go, but we'd rather him just get the yeah, uh, the, it, the celebration of it. Rather, yeah, exactly. So um, yeah, I think I, there is definitely a player in there. I just I just hope that um, we he can stay fit now because uh, he's got some some good attributes. And what about Eric Lamella, someone who oh. you know hasn't had his 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 well, he's had a lot of critics in fact over yes, the yeah. years. You know, let's be fair um he's been at Spurs for a while as well ever since that Gareth Bale deal was done um but he's he's sort of come into it hasn't he he's just he, again we say people going under the radar Lamella goes about his business quietly gets it done and there you go honestly Joe, you know this guy I'm saying it now he's turning the tide those doubters are slowly coming round to the fact was it three games now in a row he's scored and it's it's games where you know goals in in games that you need to have yeah Barcelona yeah. you know Brighton at the time of it and even when we go back was it Brighton and also the cup game uh, Watford yeah Watford it's it's goals in big games mm. for Lamella scored against Liverpool as well Liverpool didn't he? as well I know, I know it, was, as well. it was in vain I, I love him his work rate mm. Lee I mean that's what you only ask for as players don't you you want to just see the commitment and the work rate think, and you can see he cares so much I think that's what, that's why I get so down when 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 Tottenham lose obviously we're frustrated and we're disappointed we and so on and so forth you get beaten by an absolute worldie you know you have to put your hands up well I was so distraught after the Watford result because that was a game that was there for the taking and yeah. our attitude was completely wrong. I, I don't know what you thought. Yeah, I thought fun. our attitude was completely wrong and we went into it just kind of, I don't know, almost lackadaisical and kind of just like, oh, you know, yeah, mate, this is going to happen. And then we got beaten and we got punished for that. You know, a little bit the same with, with Liverpool as well, going back to Jace's point earlier uh, on the show and also, you know, the whole first half piece. I think with Lamella, his attitude is, is always been right. I think he's got a point to prove. And that point is, you know, when you see the videos of him with his injury and he could hardly walk and he's come back he wants to get back in and maybe that's the same with Harry Winks as well he sees people like Dembele in front of him Lamella now see Mora and also Son Eriksen you could argue that Lamella is, is a is a number 10 I put in my squad list earlier as a, as a replacement almost for Eriksen in that number 10 role and and he has got that all of the attributes if you like that, that Pochettino likes in a player chasing back you know that passion that en endeavour and also the skill. Let, let's be let's be truthful. Mm, he has yeah. got the skill. The whole Rabona. I think Jace, Jace um, point, uh, uh, made a good point. I think on, on on this show last week about he has to score in the big games when yeah. it matters. Yep. Yep. If if he had scored, for example, the 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 winner against oh, Barcelona, yeah, yeah. that would have been his his coming. Do you think, Jane? Yeah, I mean, look, he he that is a player that is fighting for his place in the team, and I think that's that kind of shows you what. What having that sort of options yeah, competition can do for you because if you look at that that sort of area of the pitch, mm. we've got uh, Delhi, Sonny, Ericsson, yep, and and then the Mella, and that that's what um, competition can do for players, and it can really you know just give them that extra bit of motivation to keep going. And Lamella's been fantastic. Mm. We've said so many times on here that 
and now even now because of the way Lamella's come into form that if Ericsson had that competition if Kane mm. had that competition if Hugo had that competition you could argue you might be having it now with Gazaniga that it could really spur some of these players on pardon the pun but that goes back <laughs> that goes back please on don't go to... back there <laughs> signings are you going to say it that it goes back oh, on to recruitment no. doesn't it well, we know Aaron and but you, in fact yeah, do you know what I've, know I've just done a bit of research I've been tapping away while you guys have you know been doing your thing Pochettino not spending money in fact I think he broke Southampton's transfer record uh, uh, well he broke our transfer record Danny Azzardo but how did that end Darren how did that transfer well, end Danny Azzardo retired well there you go <laughs> the it, it was a massive yeah, bust he's up he's a very good looking man <laughs> he's not better than Gazaniga he's, <laughs> he's the pin up boy now at the club he signed Wanyama Lovren and uh, Osvaldo but I'll tell you something Danny Osvaldo was a very good looking man he was, he was a handsome judge. Gazaniga's going to be sitting the Spurs calendars, I think, this Christmas. Yeah, I think, I, I just don't know, but it is a, you do make a good point there. But, you know, has he had his fingers burnt? Have our club have our fingers burnt with the Soldados and so on and so forth? But equally, you can't just keep looking at the past. That's what we're saying. We have to be looking to the future. I'm not for one minute saying at all that we shouldn't not have signed anyone. We absolutely should have signed somebody. Only if they were right for our club and right and played in the way that we wanted them to play and fitted in. And actually, if you look down my list, the area of replacement for Deli Ali was Sissoko, and he tried to sign Jack Grealish, and that is a perfect replacement for a Deli Ali type player, a box to box type midfielder. That's what he was going for. He was at the game, maybe just had Jack Grealish. Really? He was at, he was at really? Wembley really? last night. Where, where it goes anywhere, we don't know. Steve Bruce obviously been sacked by Villa. Just sign a new deal, though. Yeah. This money talks, Aaron. But you know, there's a Man United fan. Money talks. Yeah, money talks. You, you that's what I was going to say. <laughs> Sorry, Aaron. That's what I was going to say to you. If if a, a an oil, uh, you know, a Russian Ozar, oligarch, or whatever they're called, and these these big oil billionaires come in and bought Spurs, and they turn around right now and went, here you go, is is five hundred million pounds? Do you think in the next year or two, Spurs will win the league? That that's the question. That's what I want to you know, put out on a Twitter poll. Yeah, yeah, we would, we would go and win the league. And I tell you what, it's all about the cash. It's all about the I'd money. I'd shift your Paul, Paul Pogba for a tenner as well. Exactly, it's all about the money. You go and spend. We could do money. in midfield this weekend against Cardiff with our injuries. You really couldn't do with him, trust me. Half I bet Potter get more of a tune out of him. Half though. a billion quid buys you the Premier League. Who wants it? You say that though. Mourinho spent a quarter of a billion. <laughs> Van Hal spent a quarter of a billion, uh, and exactly. they, they've come nowhere near Shocking. winning the Premier League. And we're the ones that are having a go at Poch and having a go at Levy. <laughs> we, don't worry about it. We should, be, we should be worrying about what we can do moving forward, not what we've gone in the past. I like that. I like that. We've got plenty coming uh, moving forward. Of course, Chelsea are taking part in the Europa League tonight. Arsenal have won already. They've beaten Karabag out in Baku with no Henrik Mkhitaryan in the lineup, of course, because of uh, political issues between Armenia and Azerbaijan. It's the eighth straight win in all competitions. The Gunners, Celtic, beaten in Austria to tonight they've been beaten by three goals to one by Red Bull Salzburg uh, they had Forest sent off for them as well Chelsea they take to the field at Stamford Bridge shortly Rangers are in action again Steven Gerrard um, enjoying enjoying some really really good form as uh, as Rangers boss but Chelsea entertaining Mulvidi they line up with Ariza Balaga Kepa Ariza Balaga in goal a bat line of uh, Davida Zappacosta Cahill Christensen Emerson Palmieri a midfield of Loftus-Cheek Fabregas and Kovacic with Pedro and William supporting Alvaro Morata up top don't you just want to be involved in this competition no you're right no 
No? No, absolutely not. No? no. Okay. Can I just give a, a really good shout out to you? I mean, I don't know if you've met our Kiwi producer yet, Jamie. He's actually uh, attending his first football game tomorrow. I'm going to speak to our producer. No, 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 no. Not Paddy. That's Paddy. That's Paddy. Kiwi, Paddy, big difference, trust me. Um, he, he he often like sits in the, the office. He looks... Someone said that once. He looks like he needs a good meal and a good wash. Um, <laughs> he, he just looks a bit dodge, really. He just sits in the corner of the office sometimes, tapping away, big headphones on. But he's attending his first football game tonight since arriving from uh, from New Zealand. So congratulations to our very own Shemalar. In fact, Paddy, do you know what I'm thinking we should do? We should text him to see if he'd get involved with the Chelsea fan show tomorrow. I'd love to get his review we'd love to hear from you tonight 0208 70 20 558 is the number to call on love sport radio it's at love sport radio on twitter the fan show on love sport with 7 otv.com play your way to 1 million pounds 558 am love sport what have you missed the most about being around white Hart lane I know exactly what you say because they listen to this show as well. What chicken? Yep. <laughs> I went into a chicken shop a few months ago. You called them. me and told I, me you were in chicken. Called, I actually called Ricky because what we time on, was it, Aaron? It was about half eleven at night, and I <laughs> called him and I said, "You know what? I've just been into chicken on Tottenham High Road, and I've told him that you know we listen to chat, and they they, they gave me uh, they gave me a free drink. I think it's quite nice. Cheers, guys. Here's your news. <laughs> On 558am, online, on your smart speaker, and on digital radio. This is Love Sport. They dare to do, and the Lily Whites are going to score on you. They're no angels, but this season, Harry and the boys are going for gold. From White Hart Lane to Wembley, Spurs will always be North London's finest. It's the Tottenham Hotspurs Fans Show on Love Sport with seven of the best for your chance to win a million pounds. You know those bars that um, that Jace was mentioning when he called in? Mm. I, th- I think Lee's going to be frequenting a few of them as uh, a new career as a dancer. He's got some great moves. I've only realised tonight yeah, he's, he's got, got some, some cracking moves. He's like a cross between John Travolta and Elvis. What are you talking about the floss? What are you talking about? That's easy. You want to go into like the floss two or something? <laughs> I'll get you doing the floss later, Aaron. Don't oh, worry about that. I don't, don't like any of that. I just want to say as well, by the way, all of these theme tunes we have to all these shows, they're like hand-picked. You know, every single one of them. We work with every club, you know, that we work with 12 different fan shows. We have 12 different themes. It's absolutely brilliant. But can I just say, our producer Paddy is the happiest man around because he, t- he told me, I love that tune, you know. I love it. The best one is, you know, West Ham blowing bubbles. He he, he he does like this Paddy come on the mic Don't be shy He just He loves it He thinks it's some sort of Trippy bass song Like you know Some song that you sit And you know Eries. You just uh, enjoy Eries Eries Yeah yeah Look yeah all, all of them are great But that one in particular Reminds me of something Parliament You know the, the Funk group uh, Band that 
was in the 70s parliament, no? Oh, before my time. Before my time. If Jace was here, he'd be able to answer it, though. <laughs> Can we get Jace back on? <laughs> what would you think? We're going on a journey. Going on a journey into sound. What, what are the other good ones? Stereophonic I mean, Mil- sound. Is that the gene? Which one? Uh, no, don't worry. Millwall Tahiti is, is Yeah, is one, one that's been released at Christmas. Apparently. Yeah, we're actually releasing our own single here on the uh, on the Love Sport London Football Fan Show for, for charity. It's oh. called Millwall Tahiti. It's like a Polynesian theme tune with just word people just shouting Millwall in the Millwall. background. Are we getting Basically, you in a wild skirt, Aaron? I'm, I'm thinking about it. I mean, we've got to decide <laughs> what the album cover's going on, but, you know, we have so many good theme tunes. That is one of them. I just see Paddy. <laughs> he plays him in my ear sometimes. just has a boogie. <laughs> it's, it's so good. It's good to know that we Studio is buzzing. Filling everyone with a bit of joy and a bit of excitement. That's what we're going to do in the second half of this Tottenham Hotspur fan show. You're very welcome. It's Love Sport Radio. Good evening. Uh, my name's Aaron Paul. I'm joined by uh, by Ricky, by Lee, and by Jamie, who's not from Last Word. He's from Daily Hotspur. He might as well be Last Word now. Jamie's yeah, on all our like, shows. Yeah, yeah. We're oh. converting him slowly. You're, you're like one of those mates who always comes around for dinner. <laughs> it's true, isn't it? See, as a Mate, guest, you get more privileges awesome. I feel as a guest. But Jamie's kind of become one of our own now. Yeah, that's so. what I'm saying. You, you, you're, you're like Smithy from Gavin and Stacey. You're always <laughs> round, aren't you? Just Doesn't look like anything like Smithy, just to be clear. He's like an athlete. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm this, fine. This guy's an athlete. He can be Chinese Alan. How about that? <laughs> you know, or, I don't know, fingers are I'll let box. Jamie ask if that's a compliment or not. You can be one of the mates from, from Gavin and Stacey. How about that? Yeah. You're the one who always turns up. Um, let's talk <laughs> positives. I mean, look, you know, we're going to sit here and we're going to... Talk about you know negatives and Spurs need to do this 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 this. But Harry Kane just gets better oh, and yeah. better and better and better. Mm. I mean, what a goal! What a goal! And I know a lot of the the talk last night was about Messi and apparently like a Ballon d'Or performance, and he's taking all the plaudits for you know what was an unbelievable display. But we're Tottenham. This show is about Tottenham, so we're going to focus on Tottenham and Harry Kane. You know, when we talk about a guy that always steps up to the mark in big games and Kane is there yet again a fabulous finish from Kane and it was only a couple of weeks ago that people were discussing whether this guy may need dropping he's not fit he doesn't like he's going to score goals well how many goals is that now is that two games in a row three goals uh, yeah Kane? I think so yeah. Yeah? yeah so the guy has got no problem finding the back of the net he's played himself back into form like many of us as Spurs fans thought we were going to do and Lee I don't know about you but Kane how can you not just adore this oh, bloke I just, he's one of our own mate I absolutely love him and, and I think that's that's the point where we're trying to make where we, where we can bring Bring players through like mm. Kane, one of our own. Didn't cost us anything. Didn't have to go and spend 150 million on him. And that's the point. I think you know that whole belief piece. I think that, I think for me, you know, you look at that and you just want these these youngsters to do really really well. Winks is mm. in that kind of not in the Harry Kane bracket, but mm. in, because he's one of our own, you want him to do yeah. well. And Harry Kane is is a real deal. He's absolutely the real deal. Yeah, he is. But it's important having that in the team, like uh, a young player that's come to the academy, he's going to give so much more for the team. I think Winks just gave a huge amount yesterday, as did Kane. They're people that want to really give everything for the shirt, and that's important to have. Is he the best in the country, the best in Europe, oh. the best in the world? I mean, how do you rank him amongst the top deadly finishers? Because he's a different breed of striker, in my opinion. He is that original, old school, number nine. Number nine, nine yeah. Who sits he's Alan Shearer, isn't he, like? and, and poaches, and I love that. It's all kinds of goals, Aaron, though, but it's not even tap. You know, people say, oh, he's a tap-in merchant, he's a penalty no, merchant. Go and look at all of Kane's goals from the last three or four seasons, all right? I promise you, all from outside the box. Headers, volleys, crosses. This guy scores 
all types of goals. So I'm not going to have that narrative against Harry Kane that this guy only scores tap-ins and he scores penalties. What he does do from the spot is deadly. He's cool as a cucumber, Kane. So and that's hard, so hard to find, isn't it, Jamie? Oh, it's so, yeah, it's, just, it's a confidence. And yesterday's goal was just pure, oh. it's pure class because it's just... That's no it's, tapping. You know, it's raw strength and it was just, yeah, incredible what, goal. What, what does he need to do to become Spurs' <laughs> greatest ever player? He just needs to stay at the club. Yeah, yeah. He just, he just, he keeps scoring. He just, no, he just, keeps he just scoring. needs to stay at the club. If he stays at the club, he signed a six-year contract in the mm. summer. If he stays, and it's a big if, of course, we all know that. You go Twitter, go mad if you want, uh, <laughs> with the speculation of if he's going to stay after our Barcelona loss. But 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 the reality <laughs> is, after si- he's signed a six-year contract, if he stays at Tottenham Hotspur, not only will he be our greatest ever player, he'll be the top Premier League goal scorer of all time. He I will absolutely will. eclipse. Yeah. If you think about what he's done already, he's a fourth, fifth, Full highest goal scoring yeah. Tottenham's history already. Yeah, you know, in half the time. It's not far off Cliff Jones now. And Jimmy Greaves is what on two two one or something like or two six one. Two is five, it? two five six, or something oh, along yeah, the lines we, of that. We know so, our history, didn't we? Yeah, Rick? but no. <laughs> I, but it, again, we like to think, Lee, as you say, if he sees out even a six year contract, he'll surpass that. He'll surpass that. And Kane be, is Tottenham, isn't he? He'd be thirty one, mm. wouldn't he, or thirty mm. or thirty one years old. There's nothing you can't do. I, I think for me, this is where I go back to kind of like the whole player piece and that positivity and that belief. Jamie just talked about before. You know what? You know, Aaron said, "Why is he so good?" And you sort of said, "You know, he just he, just, he believes." And it's a belief thing in the players, the Luis or the, in the back four right at the beginning of the show. Did they believe that mm. we could beat Barcelona? Did they actually believe it? Kane does. Yeah. Two seasons ago, when Harry Kane. He, he, everybody was calling him a one season wonder like four, three seasons ago or whatever it was he's had his brilliant season can he do it again and then he did it again he, he obviously backed it up that's when you notice the difference yeah, that's when I think he thought mm. oh hello I actually can do this yeah. and then when he's, he's sitting there in press conferences talking about Lionel Messi and Ronaldo being the best in the world and that's what he wants to catch up to and that's what he wants to you know to, 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 to emulate it essentially he's not saying he will do it it's that's what he, he aims to do that's that kind of pushing himself mm. he's got a belief that he can do it and that's what we need as a team and as a as a squad as, of of all players. I think I, I can't. I don't know what else to say about him. Aaron. I think he's absolute. Well, I'm, I, I tell you what I say. I'm absolutely proud to oh, be a Tottenham fan yeah. and have him at my club. Spot on. I can't remember the last player I could say that about. But probably Marcus Rashford. To be fair. Yeah, Rashford. And he's not getting many games, is he? Well, no, he is. He, he is. He is getting games. Yeah, at United. Yeah. Is he out position? But, but, though? I, you, <laughs> is it because he's been playing on the wing? I think he need, he's he, a striker. He, he needs to be. He needs to drop Lukaku, but he won't drop yeah. Lukaku. He's one of yeah. his generals, isn't he? But, talk, it's funny. We talk about stubbornness with Pochettino, but you've got it. Oh, tenfold Mourinho at yeah. times. Yeah. I mean, for 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 Kane, I think the feeling I, I can sort of relate to the most is you know that feeling of just smiling when you're enjoying watching someone play football and that mm. the last oh, time we, I got that yeah. was Robin Van Persie mm. you know Robin Van Persie at Old Trafford I could sit and I'd watch his goals back again because it just <laughs> you, you just look at some, every time I got on the ball you just thought something's going to happen you know you don't really get that anymore let's have one minute to talk about Lionel Messi you know I mean look, Messi's minute uh, Messi's minute. Let's 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 go for Messi's minute. We've got a minute starting now, chaps. Okay, so if I can just quickly start in the warm up, him and Suarez were basically um, chesting the ball to each other and volleying it as their warm up. I mean, for me, that just summed up what was going to happen. The ball didn't even touch the floor. It was basically just going chest, yeah. head, and then and then volley uh, uh, between each other. It was epic. It was like that on the pitch, though. It was he was making the most outrageous passes, and people around us were just like not making much of it but it was the most incredible pass and he makes it look so simple and it, it's just incredible at some points he was making passes Jamie don't you think that you didn't know where it yeah. was going and then all of a sudden you'd be like oh that's he's what he got was the doing vision. I think he's one of those players that he sees what other play- players don't 
and that's the quality of him. But as I said, it's a Tottenham show. Messi will have his minute, but yeah, he's a great player. I think, isn't he? I think the thing is with me with Messi, I don't know whether you guys agree, is that it's almost it is like slow motion. Mm. Like when he's got, it's he like plays a game at his level, Lee. I mean, he. Yeah. I mean, I was going to batter Wanyama for like letting him go through, <laughs> yeah. because Wanyama was just like. But then, then I thought, oh, you know, do you do you batter Wanyama and go, oh, you know, you should attract him, or do you go? Oh, but it was messy. Yeah. You know, do you see what I mean? It's yeah. kind of like, because he just ghosted past them yeah. as if he weren't there. He didn't even see him. And then bang, he scored. There you have it. Messi's minute is done. But we have another 48 or so to talk about Spurs. Plenty more on the way. Do join us at Love Sport Radio on Twitter. The Fan Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Play your way to £1 million. This is Love Sport. Love Sport. Love Sport. The Fan Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. Stone Roses, Lee? Uh, not a massive fan. This is come, come closer to the mic. Don't be oh, shy. Sorry, not a massive fan. Yeah, oh, he's not shy. This is a tune, but for, for more the movie than, than anything else. To be the fair. movie? Well, the movies, you know, like um, Lockstock and all that sort of stuff. So, so, uh, I, feel I love, love them. Love Stone Roses. Fool's Gold, this one. Do you know? I don't. Dude, That's you bad, don't. isn't it? Definitely Absolutely. a big tune. Massive, massive, massive tune. Let's talk to Will. Uh, he is in the States. Will is a Spurs fan. Good evening, Will. Hey guys, how you doing? Yeah, I will. How are you, buddy? Yeah, love your show. Uh, oh, thank big you. Big fan of, uh, of the podcast, Rick. Thank uh, you. So I need I need to start by telling you I haven't heard, listened to the show. I, I just uh, uh, re- remembered that this is sort of the period in the U.S. when you do the show, and so <laughs> I uh, I've, been, I've been meaning to call in for weeks. And you've missed out, Will. I'll be honest today. with you. It's been an absolute standing first hour. It's coming as a podcast, oh, well, it's all yours on. Will be Friday for you. Hopefully, happy Friday. <laughs> yeah, man. So, uh, so where, where are you guys? It, it, just in short, what's what's the feeling after the, uh, after that game yesterday? Oh. I think I, I know for, for us in terms of somewhere. I think that you know we're disappointed that we lost the game. Um, you know, silly mistakes. I think cost us all over the you know it, certainly all over the back line as we were talking about, and certainly with Hugo Lloris. Will to be fair, but some flashes of brilliance as well. I think the second half was much better. Harry Kane was world class because he does what he does, and there were some good flashes performances between you know kind of a Lamella and a Winks. That sort of thing, really. What did you think, Will? Well, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm trying to rebound from uh, <laughs> what I thought was kind of an embarrassment. Uh, you know, as uh, first of all, the way the game started, you know, and I, I yeah. like everybody else, would have chosen Hugo, but boy, that was an awful, uh, awful beginning. Did you drop him now, at Will? Seconds. Would you drop him for the weekend? Uh, you, you know, this is what Hugo does, right? He's prone to <laughs> in big games, massive isn't it? mistakes mm. yeah. in big games. Mm. So he'll do well against Cardiff. <laughs> you know, uh, it's a big game that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's tough. You know that that was a, a terrible way to start. 
but boy, the way with the way that we were open at, at the back, you know, and, and look, like like everybody else, I adore Pochettino and I and what he does. But you know, perhaps given the uh, uh, the the lineup that we had to put out there with no Delhi and no Christian and no no Vertoven, you know, I, I would I would have second thoughts about trying to go toe to toe with Barcelona. You know, sometimes. Yeah, you can't out Barca, Barca. You can't out Liverpool, Liverpool. Uh, you can you can't out Man City, Man City. And sometimes, I I think that Pot should be more tactful and and play for play for a point. Now I know that's tough when you go behind one nil after ninety seconds. You know you could argue that that gets thrown out the window. Mm. But that was um, uh, that was tough. And the way that we were exposed, yeah, it was four two. It was respectable. It was it was three to two late, miraculously, uh, but boy, that could have been six or eight to two, oh, very easily, and that's and that's what worries me is how exposed we were at the at the back. Uh, I think I think the people that walk away from this with their head held high, you know, Harry Kane is just tremendous, mm. and he has the ability to to rise to another level. In all these big games, you see just an extra level of energy, an extra level of quality, an extra level of determination that makes me so happy that he's, that he's a spur, you know, and that he's, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, staying with us. Totally, yeah. I, I, uh, I think, I, yeah, and I think Lamella, you know, Lamella has kind of risen to another level this year. He has. Yeah, he has. We were saying yeah. that earlier, weren't we? Yeah. Yeah. I think, well, just to pick up on your point about Pochettino and the way he approaches this game, we have to remember we did get beaten by Milan and therefore to go into this game with anything other than trying to attack and trying to win it for me wouldn't have been the right approach. You have to go into this game with the right mentality and granted, you know, the squad wasn't at its full capacity. You've mentioned there about the key players being out. But what does that show to the supporters? If you go into the game fearing it and looking for a point, you've got 90,000 supporters going there urging you on to go and take the game to Barcelona. And if you're going to sit there reserved looking for a point, it doesn't send out the right message. And it's also not the way Pochettino plays. He doesn't play for a point. He plays to go and take the game to the opposition. You know, he was criticised last season for doing that against Man City away, where many said he should have maybe been a bit more cautious. But his game will always be to try to play to win. I don't want him to steer away from that, but I do agree that at times, as we've said this season, his in-game management, his substitutions, they need to be looked at. But I think it's very hard when you look at what he had last night presented to him, the tools out there, very hard to be critical of the team he put out there last night because of the nature of how many injuries we've got at the moment, Jay. Well, I think, to be fair, I think we'll make a good point in that, you know, perhaps we could have set up for a draw. I think, you know, you have to take the situation and we were, you know, we had so many injuries and I think perhaps it would have been sensible to be a bit more wary at the back. I just think that maybe we could have played for a job. But what have you done though, Jay? Because he's not played Ro- but he's not played Rose. Mm. He's played Davis. You would argue he's more of a he's not as an attacking yeah. fullback, so he's no. done that. You'd probably say Trippier as opposed to Oriel. Obviously we know Oriel's injured, but with Trippier you've got more again. He's not a he's not a fast attacking fullback. I just think that was the players that you was the players you're yeah. working with. Unfortunately, mm. I don't think he really had the options to try and go defensive. But no, I, I I kind of agree with Will. Actually, I think that perhaps a good point yesterday would have been a good result. Um, 
and maybe we could have been a bit more cautious. But nearly got it, though, didn't we, lads? Nearly ne- got it. Nearly got it. Yeah. I think the other thing, just, just on that uh, um, point, Will, as well, is, and you, you made that, actually, you know, to, to concede after, what, one minute, maybe the game plan does go out the window. We don't really, we didn't get five or ten minutes to see how Tottenham are going to settle into that game because we were 1-0 down within a minute. So, you know, it kind of changed. What do you think, Will? Well, yeah, and, and by the way, I have no issue with the lineup whatsoever. I was very happy with the lineup. Yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, I mean, you know, yeah, um, I, I wondered whether we would go back three, uh, you know, go, uh, go kind of three, four, three, uh, you know, to be a little bit more defensive and be cautious with, uh, uh, with, with the wingers going forward. Uh, but, you know, it, it, all things equal, I was, I was okay with the lineup. And, again, it's, it's difficult to know how we, how we would have approached it. We presume... That, that they would have attacked. And, in fact, that's why we're the, they were so open after 90 seconds. Um, you know, but there is a reason why Mourinho has all those trophies. And believe me, mm. if he was, he was his first coach, I'd bang my head against the wall and I'd hate it. And I'm not suggesting for one moment that I would want him to be our coach. And I think he's tearing Man United apart. Mm. But he knows how, how to uh, progress and win tournaments. And there's something to be said for, for being cautious and taking the point when, you know, when, that's, when that's probably the best you can do without exposing yourself because every point counts. And I think for all of Poch's positive qualities and how he has improved as a coach year to year and how he continues to experiment and what he's gotten out of this group, he has not proven to be savvy when it comes to winning trophies. Mm. I, I, think, so, I think it's a fair, hard a fair point. That, yeah, yeah. It's hard to disagree with that. Well, facts are there. Fair, yeah. facts. I like the fact that you have brought up the fact that he's a progressive coach and he's, he's learning because he's also a young manager as well. But uh, I think you make some good points. Great call, Will. Thank you very much for joining us. Will, uh, calling us from the United States of America. 0208 7025. Definitely not too late for you to have your say this evening. Chelsea still uh, drawing nil-nil. Deadlock not being broken there at Stamford Bridge against Molvidi elsewhere. And it's still Rangers not rapid Vienna now as well in the Europa League. 558 AM. Love Sport. The fans show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. Yeah, this is Love Sport Radio. Um, there's, too, there's too much. There's too many random conversations that go on during these breaks. You know, <laughs> someone once said to me, you know, if we could put out a podcast oh, we talk about during the breaks, it no. would be absolutely fantastic. I promise you guys, it'd be the best extra time feature of Last Word on Spurs you'd ever have. I Love think we should do time. an extra time feature, an uncensored extra time feature. God, that'd be uncut. I'm not sure that'd go down well. Lee, Lee McQueen's X-rated dance moves. <laughs> My dance moves, mate. Happy days. The, the naked floss. Moves. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Where, where are we going? <laughs> We're going to discuss very quickly our thoughts now if Spurs can get out of the group. Now, as things stand from what we're looking at now, in order to navigate our way through, we're going to be positive. We still think we can do it, I presume. We still yeah, believe. Yeah, I think, we still I believe. Think so, I so think. at the moment, it looks like we'd have to beat PSV twice. And now I hope that Barcelona win both of their matches against Inter Milan, whilst also us beating Inter Milan at Wembley but better in our head-to-head against Inter. Am I right go, in saying that? I think it goes in goal scored, doesn't it? Uh, no, no, it's, it's, oh, it's just it a, straight head-to-head. Straight head-to-head. Oh, we've just got to better that result. Yeah. So, obviously, yeah. they beat us 2-1 out, obviously, yeah. in San Siro. We just need to better that 
I suppose the question is, can we do it? I still think we can do it. I still think we, we can. Uh, I, I think we can do it. I think, you know, the, the fact that we are hoping that Barcelona are going to, like, turn over into Milan twice, and that's not that's not a gimme either, is it? Because, you know, if Barcelona have already qualified, they start resting some players and not really caring or whatever, they're not actually going great guns at the moment in La Liga um, in terms of pulling up loads of trees. So maybe they need to concentrate on that once they've qualified for Champions League. So there's so many different permutations, so many different games going on. I, I mean, all we need to do is concentrate on ourselves so and actually... True. Just, just win them games. If if we don't beat PSV twice, um, their play, our place and their place, it's a mute point anyway, isn't it? Mm. So at the end of the day, we've got a, the next game in the Champions League. Mm. We've got to win. Yeah. yeah, I mean, look, we've got. I think we've got a good chance. We got a good set of games here. These, I think it's fallen well. That it's PSV twice. I think it's a yeah. really good chance to get six points on the board and try and get back level. Um, I think we can still do it. It's, um, it's going to be interesting to see when we come round to play into what sort of how our squad's going to be doing. But um, I think we can still qualify. Can you imagine being in match day six and having to go to Barcelona yeah. to get something? Uh, I, 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 but I actually think that could be the that might be the case. You have to go there and get a point. Wouldn't that Barca. be great for this squad, though? Imagine we did do <sighs> that, yeah. and everyone questions about mentality and you know, can Spurs do it and the big occasions? If we went there and got a positive result to go through, that I think again would add to that thing about you know, Spurs can do it. A smash and grab one nil. What about it? yeah? What about a ha- uh, Harry Kane hat trick in the new camp? Uh, James before we delude. I've been battered over that on our podcast on Monday night. Listen, but Kane has scored, as I've said, in big games. So I still stand by the fact Kane could have got a hat trick. Can we can we clip that, please, Paddy? Kane hat trick. Just batter me some more social media, as if I don't get enough on there. We'll love that. We'll love that. We'll get like a little gift going, you know. Cheers. It'll be quite amazing, love it. wouldn't it? It'll be quite amazing. I don't see why Spurs can't get out of the group. I mean, look, you know. The, you haven't been had at an easy group. There, there are other teams in this competition. I think Man City are one who have got a very, very easy group. Liverpool and, and they still lost. Sorry, teams right, exactly. City, City yeah. and, and Liverpool City lost. lost. I mean, look. Let's tough. be fair. City rode their luck against Hoffenheim as well. They were poor against Hoffenheim. Mm. Uh, you know, one thing you've got to give credit to Guardiola about is that, and, and I mentioned it on yesterday's, uh, you know, Arsenal show and Fulham show, is that these guys have learned how to grind out a result now in Europe mm. they went to Hoffenheim who have never played in the Champions League before want to give them good account of, uh, of themselves and Hoffenheim played very very they well did. they City, played very though, well yeah bit of experience David Silva it paid off they, they, they were able to play a bit dirty I, I, I think we just, sorry sorry Rick, I was just about to, to, to come in there you look at the whole Champions League as a, as, a, as a whole I know we've dissected it totally in the show you know, the actual match but look at it as a whole Tottenham is their what their fourth season in a row, yeah. Uh, not in a row, a third season in a row, but our fourth season in the Champions League. Yeah, right? it's yeah. our fourth time in the Champions League. Mm. That we're babies, right? In Champions League terms, we are little babies. When you look at the the, the 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 elite clubs, the big clubs, they've been in it year after year after year after year. How many clubs start the Champions League? Thirty-two. How many can win it a year? One. Right, so the point I'm making is that yeah, we, you know, we're fledglings, if you like, in in terms of uh, the Champions League. You look at the likes of you know, you mentioned Arsenal in the, in the Fulham show that you was on yesterday. Look at Arsenal, isn't it? Twenty years on the trot, yeah. we keep yeah. battering us by it. How many times they win it? Now the reality true, is, so you know, it's, it's a, just a perspective thing. Mm. That's what I'm saying for our fans, just to keep perspective. I want to dine at the top table. I want Barcelona at home at Wembley. That's what we want to we do. do this, yeah. and then we want to win it. But of course we do. We want to go and do some stuff but then what we don't want to do is spend the next week moaning and bemoaning the fact that we lost you know it's, it's it, I'm not saying it's good to lose I'm not saying that but we are still learning in terms of Champions League times mm. we're still learning lads aren't we oh we are can I just say one thing before we wrap this up just on the Champions League group if Spurs fail to qualify let's make it clear it's not because we lost to Barcelona it's because we threw away 
that Inter Milan. Into Milan that's, wasn't it? The, what, that's the that's painful what we need to bear one, Jamie. That's the one that hurts. Yeah, I mean, the, the, it was just disappointing the way that we played. I think Inter were there for the taking, and I think that's the thing to bear in mind for the game when we played them. We played really well against Inter Milan. I think we, we deserve something, and I think we can stay positive that we can beat Inter Milan. Also, can I just say, uh, the last time we lost to Inter Milan at the San Siro, we, uh, we turned them over a while lane in the return fixture free one and qualified from the group. A certain uh, Mr Bale scored a hat-trick, if, I, if, uh, if my memory serves me right. I was, of course, there an amazing evening. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. He's a funny. He's hilarious. He's fantastic. San Siro, mate, buzzing hat trick, and we still lost. Everyone thinks that was an amazing game, yeah. right? Which it was, but we lost the game, right? We did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But still Lee makes a great point. There. Leave it on a positive. You know, we did yeah. go through the last time we played into Milan at home. Yeah. We can still do it. We still believe. We are going to. Uh, we're going to preview uh, the next Spurs home fixture. Of course, that is this weekend against Cardiff City. Um, yeah. Next with, uh, with with former Wales striker Ewan Roberts. Can't wait for this. The Love Sport Fan Shows. And I don't want to start sounding like a hypocrite here because, believe me, I was one that did want Spurs to strengthen during the summer and anyone would know that. But teams of the likes of Everton, Arsenal, you know, these teams, they are trying to embed so many players in West Ham. Tottenham have already got the squad there that know each other so well. And it was a typical Maurizio Pochettino, gritty performance, grinded out the result at a really, really tough venue because Newcastle did not make things easy whatsoever. It was a really, really tough game. Weekdays and Sunday from 7pm. This is Love Sport. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict 7 to net a million. The Opposition View on Love Sport. Yeah, time for the Opposition View and I'm delighted to uh, be speaking to... uh, uh, a colleague, a friend, a fan, someone who once put a cup of coffee uh, down me at the Liberty Stadium in in, in Swansea. You probably forgets that one though. Uh, it's Ewan Roberts, former Norwich City uh, striker, Wales international, absolute legend, and now BBC Radio Wales commentator. How are you, Ewan? I'm very well. It was a cup of tea, not coffee. Was it tea? You, I mean, no, I, I I'm glad know. you remember. It was it, probably it, coffee. It was coffee or tea. I remember there was you sitting directly behind me, absolutely going for it uh, in, in in your Welsh uh, in your Welsh language. I, I don't know how to pronounce it, but I'll tell you something. You were going for it, and you stood up. And those desks at the at the Liberty are so close together, and I think you just clocked that you'd spilt a, a cup of coffee down my back. And and yeah, that was a, it's the start of a beautiful friendship. Thank you very much for that, you and um. Look, let's talk Cardiff City, of course. Neil Warnock, um, well, what, what can we say? We heard some funny stories about him yesterday, uh, courtesy of Michael Brown. But, you know, it hasn't been the best of start to seasons. You know, they didn't look like they were really up for it, of course, with, you know, with their recruitment. It's going to be a long one for them, isn't it? It is. You know, they've come back into the Premier League. I mean, he produced a minor miracle last year in, in finishing second in the championship on a, on a shoestring budget to be fair but you're talking a different level now and you looked at their first few fixtures of the, of the season and you just thought well they've got to they've got to get a win in, in those opening three games um, you know Bournemouth Newcastle and Huddersfield you just thought right if, if they're going to get off to a good start they need to win at least one of those games it didn't happen you know two goalless scores against Newcastle and Huddersfield and then the next three fixtures Arsenal Chelsea and Man City you just knew that they weren't going to get anything out of those games um, they've conceded sloppy goals and that is very unlike them I, I have to say because last season they had the best championship 
defence in, in that division, uh, along with Wolves, they only con- conceded 39 goals. But you're playing against a, a different standard of, of centre-forward now, and that's the problem. They've made poor decisions. They've switched off defensively. It's not all the defensive fault, because they don't score enough goals that they've only scored four. They don't keep possession well enough, which means your defenders and your goalkeeper are always under pressure. Um, so it's been a tough start and he looks at the minute and he's coming out with things in the press he looks a bit of a broken man and he doesn't really know which way to turn and that is very unlike Neil Warnock I played with him for for about six months at Huddersfield and he was always a glass half full type of person uh, manager and so I was slightly surprised when he, he sort of came out earlier in the week and just said he doesn't know what to do now with this with, with this defence because he's tried everything. You um, it's, it's uh, Lee McQueen here, mate. How, how you doing? You Hi, okay? Lee. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. To, uh, good to talk to you. Um, can I just ask a question with, with regards to Neil. I mean, you know Neil Warnock quite well, um, as you as you said. The last time uh, that he was in the Premier League, he kind of I don't want to say struggled because I actually rate him. I think he's a brilliant manager and he's a fantastic word getting out of the Championship. But actually, maybe struggles a little bit in the in in the Premier League. Do you think that's affecting him this time around as well, or is that a bit unfair? <laughs> I think that's that's a very um, a good statement. I think he'll he'll admit himself he'll admit himself that he finds it hard. Um, I think mm-hmm. when when they won promotion at the end of the season, he, he, there was there was a uh, slight doubts whether he'd still be in charge because he's always said he much prefers to manage and coach yeah. in the championship. Yeah. Maybe he thinks that's his level. I I, I don't know. But obviously, having been promoted, he couldn't really then walk away. No, that'd be very difficult to do. Of, of course, of, of managing at the top level, Lee. You know what it's like, mate. It's it's an absolutely ruthless division. Yeah. Now, I look at the games against mm. Arsenal. Where they were well in the game. The first goal is such a sloppy goal. They can see from a set piece, and that's very unlike Cardiff. That's very unlike Arsenal to score from a set piece. No, true. Uh, first and foremost, but for Cardiff to, to concede from a set piece, and then uh, Sol Bamba, he tries to nick the ball. I think it was um, Aubameyang, who I think it was like I said, who scored the third. The Chelsea away, you know, the two-one going into the 80th minute, they're still in the game, mm. and then Sol Bamba makes a ridiculous challenge on Willian in the box. Penalties given, yeah, it was a penalty over. all day long. Yeah. So they've made poor decision the decisions defensively. Probably this decision or decisions that wouldn't have cost them last year um, they probably would have got away with yeah in, no, and that's the, the difference between the di- that's, that's the difference, difference between the different divisions isn't it you're not going to get away with them at this level you're going to get punished and that's what they have to sort out do you, do you when you're going into a season in the Premier League uh, Ewan, do, you, do, do teams like I don't know you know like the kind of the top top six and all I mean we're obviously talking about Tottenham Barcelona and that we were a shade you know Barcelona were miles better than us do, do you kind of look at that and go well it's a free hit you know we're going to Tottenham we're away we're probably gonna you know we don't expect to get anything out of it so actually by going there and giving it a go and having a free hit it's almost like we, we, we play with a bit more freedom or, or is, is, is that um, too early in the season to think that way no, I, th- I think when you when you go to to the big boys, uh, especially away from home, um, no one's expecting you to get anything from there. No one's expecting them to come away with any sort of result. It is it probably is a free hit, but it's so much harder going there and, and coming back with a point or three. You know, I can't see Cardiff going to Wembley on Saturday. I'm going to the game and working at the game, yeah. and I for the life of me can't see them coming away with anything than. 
getting convincingly beat, if, if I'm totally honest with you. Right. Um, heads are down, confidence is low. They And the longer this winless streak goes on, the more it plays on, on players' mind. Um, and you look at their next few fixtures, this month they've got three games, they've got Spurs and Liverpool away from home, and sandwiched between them, they've got Fulham, who are fourth and bottom. So maybe a bit like Burnley, you know, they went into that Burnley game thinking it's a must-win game, and it probably was after the start that they had. I thought they were lucky against Burnley. I think Burnley had two shots on target and scored, both scored, scored yeah, two scored goals, and that them, yeah. just tells you the, the level that they're playing against at the minute. But Spurs on Saturday, even though Spurs played last night and and uh, in that magnificent game against Barcelona, I just can't see Cardiff getting anything from the game, if I'm honest. We've got quite a few injuries, to be fair, don't we, Jamie? We were just talking about that before that. Yeah, um, I mean, just bringing it on to the game on Saturday, I was just wondering, like, from a Spurs perspective, where, where are kind of the areas in Cardiff's squad that we should be looking to exploit? Well, when they've conceded 16 goals in their opening seven games um, <laughs> and only scored four, you know, I don't think you're going to have to spend too much time defending in, in, and I, w- I wouldn't expect you to that's uh, a relief then the way we've been defending recently yeah. <laughs> I, think, I just think you've got so much attacking quality going forward um, and I think even though you look at the game last night and it, it was slightly it was a great game to watch it for the neutral I think you, you, you had a bit of a blip earlier in the season when I think you lost to Watford and Liverpool and, mm. and Inter um, I think you've got over that now you've got two two wins in the Premier League Harry Kane's Firing on all cylinders, getting in the goals again. Um, I just think you'll 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 have far too much for them going forward. Um, and and I, I can just, as I said to you, I just, I can just see Spurs going on and I wouldn't say scoring as many goals as probably Man City did, but I can I can almost see them getting three or four. From what I understand, you were looking at your stats. I think it's winless in nine, lost the last five straight games. Many Spurs listening would think, again, I've mentioned it's Huddersfield, it's Dr. Tottenham coming. Spurs coming to town without the likes of Ali, Eriksen, Vertonghen, Dembele, even Aurea that have all been ruled out for the game. Is this for you guys? It's pressure off, isn't it? Because as Lee mentioned, it's almost like a free hit. You're not expected to get a result. And therefore, does that make it even more of a... It gives you an opportunity here, doesn't it? It does. I mean, I, I didn't realise the injury problems that, that Spurs had. And, you know, they, they didn't strengthen in, in the transfer window for one reason or another. Um, I think they are going to be behind the likes of, of, of City and, 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 and Liverpool. Um, it's going to be tough for, for them to finish above those two because of the strength, the lack of strength and depth that, that, that they've got. But I still think even with the injuries that you've said, I still think you'll have too much for them. Uh, I mean, you said the stats there. They've they've lost five out of their seven league games. They've, they've only scored the, the four, four goals. They're leaking goals for fun. They don't keep the ball. Um, they don't seem to have a plan, if, if I'm totally honest. They seem to have two or three passes and then they'll bang it forward for either Danny Ward or... The big boys are hot. Who's looked completely out of his depth in the Premier League? He was brought back in for, for, for Sunday's game against Burnley after being slaughtered by Warnock in, in midweek, saying he, he doesn't work hard enough in training. When he's been given the chance to play in a game, he's, he, the appetite just hasn't been there. And I was shocked when he when he started him against Burnley. To, to be fair, I mean they have got a bit of pace. I mean they've got Josh Murphy, the, the young boy that they signed from. From Norwich, he, he scored his first Premier League goal against Burnley, and a, and a cracking goal it was. They, they signed Bobby Decadova Reed from Bristol City. He was the second highest goal scorer in the Championship last season. So they have got 
some some goals there. They just don't create enough chances. Mm. Ewan, uh, just before we finish off, obviously, you know, you had a, a long and varied career with, you know, quite a few big names uh, in the game. I mean, do you have any, you know, sort of pertinent memories of playing Spurs or competing against Spurs or any dealings with Spurs? Any, uh, what, were you potentially linked with them at one point during your career? Don't be daft. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, because, I mean, most of my career was spent in the... Um, in the championship, but when, when I won promotion with Leicester, in, I think it was 93, 94, uh, we played at White Hart Lane, and I had, I think I'd broken the big toe, but I was just desperate to play, because I'd always wanted to play uh, at White Hart Lane, and I've gone into um, the home dressing room, because the physio room was there, and I had, I had the doctor, the club doctor, inject my, my big toe with uh, a cortisone injection, so I could play the game. I lasted about 25 minutes and I had to come off. It was killing me. Oh, that's 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 not good at all. But um, there you go. A fond memory of YR Lane. <laughs> Thank you. I think we got beat as well. Oh, even, even better. Even better. You and, you're an absolute gentleman. Thank you very much for joining us. Enjoy your trip down uh, to Wembley this weekend. You and Robert's there previewing uh, the big game this weekend. Spurs versus Cardiff and Love Sport. Love Sport, 558am. Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict 7 to net a million. dedicate like a bit of time to the Lee McQueen dancing section this is a tune do you know who it's by <laughs> Robin no, Schultz no I do oh Robin Schultz I was going to say tune. give me, give me two three seconds on that big 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 anthem um uh, right, Pat, what's that buddy what's that you just want to oh right okay Lee can you can you keep dancing so we can put it on Twitter please what are you, are you recording me well, we're gonna, we've got a secret camera in it. Oh, yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. oh, is that the one that I spotted earlier? Yeah, CCTV. Um, yeah. I put a bit of tape around that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's talk about White Harland. Before we talk about the fine eateries around the ground, um, it's nearly done. It's nearly done. We've seen the pictures come through this evening. Obviously, this show is a podcast again live for you on Friday, guys. So we've seen the pictures here on the Thursday. It's looking incredible. We can't be that far away, and it's just... Getting teased now, Lee, aren't we? We're getting teased with these pictures. Mm. I've been being, I've been being teased by that stadium since I bought my season ticket last year. Rick. <laughs> I think that's what that's, that's that's my issue with the board. Don't worry about anything else. No, absolutely getting teased, and, and it looks incredible mm. now. They've, I think they've sorted out the electrics in there, yep. whatever the problem yep. was, Jamie and all that, and they. So it's looking uh, mighty fine. I cannot wait to go up them steps of the wall, mm. block two zero nine, baby. Jamie, where are you season ticket? Uh, yeah, I've got a season ticket in the north, uh, the north tier. So yeah, 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 be, yeah. No, I'm looking forward to it. But um, yeah, I mean, it's. I think when when we eventually get there, it's not going to be the finished product. But no, it's, it's very exciting. And um, there's kind of little bits of talk where it, that suggesting that it might be ready is that um, there's a Premier League 
two match coming up. It's against Swansea. Uh, it's scheduled to take place at the training ground, and there's kind of talk that that might be the first test event. So. Yeah, the test event. I was chatting to a steward actually yesterday at, at Wembley at the, before the Barcelona match, and he was saying about uh, they've got, I think they've got to do three or four uh, yeah, test well, events. The, yeah, they, they, there was two scheduled there there previously. Yeah, it was a legends yeah. match and a youth match. So, yeah, I mean, obviously there's real signs there that it's going to be, it's getting close. So, yeah, very exciting. Um, I mean, look, we, we, we were asking the question earlier, what do you miss from White Hart Lane? We said chicken, didn't we? Anything else? Yeah, Golden Eagle, but I think that'll still be there. When All uh, the pubs will still be there. there. I think pubs. the pubs are missing I think, Spurs fans, and uh, we're for, missing them. I think for me... The tills are missing Spurs fans, you mean? I think for me, I, I, what I won't miss, I won't miss, um, you know, puddles of certain things on the floor and the toilets and all that sort of stuff. I don't, <laughs> they were old school, weren't they, Lee? Yeah, we had the old school. 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 Toilets, what, what, what I will miss, I mean, look, we don't know what the atmosphere is going to be like, do no, we? That's and that's the, big, that's the key thing. It is down to us. You know, you know when people say about, you need to win stuff... We've got to win trophies, that sort of stuff. Players might leave if you don't win trophies. Sometimes it's down to the players to like win them trophies, just yep. breaking news. But also, it's us as fans as well. It's up to us to raise the roof. It's up to us to build the atmosphere. Like, I've worked with sales teams all my life, and that people come and go, oh, it's really flat in here. And that's like, well, I don't really want to be in here if it's flat. Guess what? Breaking news. It's up to you to make it not flat. Of course. You know, it's your Down job the as the fans, or, fans. or as the salespeople, wherever yeah. it is. Do you not get the house music pumping? I'll get a house music pump. That's what I was saying earlier about, you know, giving them a slap them a wet fish in their face or something like that before they go on the pitch. It might wake Hugo up. Pop you know what I mean? Sainsbury's before you head to White Hart Lane. A <laughs> couple of sea bass. But no, I mean, ultimately, it's about kind of, it's up to us to make an atmosphere. So what I miss about White Hart Lane is, is the atmosphere. We don't know what yeah. it's going to be like in the new one. Well, I think it's interesting because the way they've designed it, it's going to be very interesting to see what kind of impact that South Tier is going to have. I mean, it, obviously, I think we kind of learned from the Emirates you know how you know the, a single tier is going to be a useful that's going to be useful for generating atmosphere kind of the material they've used um, to build the stadium they kind of got involved with music yeah, groups yeah, and that so it'll be yeah. interesting to see how it's going to I just hate yeah. round stadiums Mm. I really don't like round stadiums. Yeah. I love a good four-sided yeah, round. Four, yeah, yeah. Okay, maybe miss that. It would have been nice to have seen, like you know, a replication of maybe you know, like Borussia Dortmund's ground, Signal Iduna Park. It's a God, don't give me ideas to start reconstructing it. It's taking this time already. Stop <laughs> <laughs> right at that Gelderbock. We're, just, we're <laughs> all but there, and now someone's come out and said they want to change yeah. the reconstruction Actually, of it. You've, you've built a round stadium. We wanted it rectangle. Just, <laughs> Here we go. I just don't like like these oval round stadiums. I'm just not a fan. Um, do you, it's interesting you brought up Dortmund actually because. The, the idea, I suppose, oh, the wall. Of, of the wall has yeah, come from Dortmund. And um, there's a, a very interesting story about the whole Dortmund wall and how it was built and what it actually... That was actually built by mistake. You know that? That that, that stand was actually was really? built by mistake, yeah. it was. I think it was a temporary stand while they were building New Grand and then it, it, it generated so much atmosphere that they kept it. Is it like when you're at school and they used to have a temporary building and it was there for, you know... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. While you're there, and yeah. when your kids go there as well, it's still there. Yeah. Some horrendous, uh, some freezing horrendous... cold, freezing cold in the uh, in the outbuilding when you're trying to do maths or whatever. Exactly that. Um, yeah, we've got just a few more minutes. We're gonna have a, a quick preview of Cardiff. Can I just say hello to the guys from Chick King though? Just <laughs> we know you listen. Hello we love guys. Chick Aaron King. knows they listen. Tell them how you know. Right, how okay, they know so Come I popped on. into Chick King about a month or two back after a, a game at another London club whose uh, show is coming up next because they don't provide, you know, tea or coffee or anything like that. So we decided, <laughs> myself and my colleague, we're going to go down there and we're going to go and get some food after our game. So we went 
uh, along the Air 406 and we're thinking, where should we go to? Hey, let's go to Chick King. We popped out to Chick King and uh, obviously, you know, we're not your usual customers in there, you know. Um, we didn't have our trousers around our ankles. What are you trying to say? The normal riffraff that go in there? Yeah, we're, 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 not, we're not part the of the North London. Anyway, um, <laughs> you know, he asked us what we do and we said, you know, we do a radio show and we do a podcast, Last Word on Spurs. And he goes, I love that one! <laughs> and was bit, he goes, I miss you so much! Did he give you any free chicken? Though? No, no he, gave, he gave me he gave me free drink and he oh. gave me free dips, which oh, are essential. Well, the Can't dips, go wrong with dips. are essential. It's all about the dips. Can I just say though, their chicken was on point. Oh, oh it is. That's why the kings. That's why the kings of chicken. But, but, but the guy, the guy, I think he was like a relative or something. So he, he loves Spurs. He loves the fans. <laughs> and he, he loves, loves Ricky. The show, he, he loves, loves Ricky. Ricky. He loves Jace. And uh, yeah, he, th- thanks uh, for your support, Chicken. I think we should try and get this show sponsored by Chicken. Yeah, we can give it a go. I think, I think it might well be already right, by it's now. Go, the way it's going, I think everyone is thinking it must be by now. We've got a good five-minute plug North here. North London's premium chicken shop. Uh, right, chicken destination. Let's let's look at Cardiff, guys. Let's have a score pre up. Okay, I'm going to go Spurs back to winning ways. I'm going. I'm going four nil. Yeah, I, I fancy. Sorry, sorry, Jamie. I, I fancy a biggie, and I, I and I want the attitude to be right. If the attitude's right, like it was, um, like it has been more recently, mm. Kane firing back. We've got a few injuries, as Rick said earlier, but this this fixture, although it was away, what I'm about to say, this fixture reminds me of the Stoke game that we had, um, and we went up to Stoke. Do you remember? Was it last season or season four? And we battered them four nil. Yeah. And and this reminds me of that fixture. So come out like a train, all guns blazing, Spurs. Could be a wallpaper. Be- before you do your bit, Jamie, are we talking 4 0 with a Harry Kane hat trick? Yeah, I am. So, Jason, can we delude it again, will ya? Can we delude it again, will ya? <laughs> Jamie. Uh, well, I was going to go for a 4 0, but I'm going to go for a 5 0 now. I think it'll be a big win. I think they're in poor form. Their defence is a bit iffy, so I think we'll get back to winning ways. There you go. That bed on the back of us means it's nearly time to go, but we've got one more, you know, one lucky dip of a listener question. And today we're going to go from the one from uh, Henrik who says, firstly, how do we see our midfield going forward? Personally, I'd like to see Winks and Wanyama start against us, Ooh, if not yeah. for the lack of really good options. Secondly, how desperate should we be in trying to sign someone in January? Thanks again for the great podcast. Thanks for the great question, Henrik. Chaps. Quickly, um, Winks, Wanyama, I think we might have to go with that. We haven't got much I choice. Think, yeah, I think that's our best partnership. I think uh, Wanyama, if he can recapture his form from the season before last, then we've got a really good player. Winks, has, of course, has really proved himself in the Champions League. Um... And yeah, I think that'll be our partnership for this season. I, I actually think for the game, I slightly disagree. I think it'd be Dyer and Winks. He will still rest them bell because he's injured. And I think Wanyama's not fit enough to play two games in a week. Yeah. Just quickly, don't put us through January transfers yet. We're going to come on to them. Guys, there's a massive thank you for every single listener question. Sorry I haven't got through them. You know we try every week and we'll be doing them on Monday night. Are we going to, we're going to do some more next week as well? We? Promise, yeah. We're going to do some more next week. We'll Definitely. 100%. Week. It's going uh, to be big. Trust me. It really, really is. That is your Tottenham Hotspur podcast. Thank you very much, Ricky. Thank you. Thank Thank you. Lee. Thanks. Thank you so much for having me. Come on, you Spurs. Come on, baby. Come on, you top. There's only one word to d- describe his dancing. It's rascal. And thank you very much, Jamie, as well. <laughs> thank you very much for having me. Enjoy the game oh, at the weekend. This podcast, of course, is available on Love Sport Radio online and... On Friday. You should be listening. Happy Friday to you. Weekend's coming up. It's going to come alive to you. There you have it. Cheers, bud. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. Love Sport, 558 AM. Sports Social Podcast Network.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.